the star of UFC 280, the deflated horn. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not going to look. If you're if you're listening to this podcast, you know who we are, and it is with great pleasure that we are we gathered once again to talk about the dumbest sport, which is not a sport on earth. And I'm uh, I'm also very very pleased that today we have a special guest, an honorary guest, an alumni of uh, the MMA lobbies last year. I think I think we did a, we did a show somewhere in the middle of the year with him. Jonas from Hawaii is back. And we have we have high hopes for you, Jonas. Thank you for having me. We have high hopes for you. You have to bring it, man. Well, this is a good card to talk about. Uh I think the last time you guys had me on, it was some horrendous card that was like uh <laughs> it was some one of those apex cards. I think there was like a lot of back body triangles in it, and I, I think we just uh, complained for a few hours. But this one should be a lot better. This is a special kind of of uh, bad, but we're, we're get we're getting into that one. And yeah, as usual, cannot do it without this guy, Luke from Seattle, laughing in the background, thinking about the last time we had Jonas on. And now I'm just going to complain for another couple hours. As if you so. could remember, pal. Perfect. Oh, yeah, I don't remember it at all. <laughs> I, I believe him, though. I believe him. Like, give me... Let's start. Let's start. Dive right into this card. UFC 280. If, if you had to summarize this to your wife, Jonas. Like, she gives you... I mean, I, I know she's not interested in MMA, as most of the wives aren't. She gives you ten seconds to summarize UFC 280. What what would you say to her? Maybe you even did. She she just, she just doesn't understand, you know. But uh, I mean, do we? <laughs> I don't think most people understand. But this card is like a little bit different. Like like with 279, the DS card, it felt like the end of a you know like a story or something. And then this one felt like the beginning of a of a story uh, i don't know it's a uh, this card that's way more than 10 seconds but yeah this card <laughs> your, your is, wife already tuned out <laughs> i have more questions after this card than i i definitely thought i was going to have going into it yeah that's that's exactly what I, what i think i think everyone had pretty much i mean look the fights weren't as hard to pick i'd say but Correct. What you what you expected from this card and what it actually delivered to you, that's completely that's, insane. Yeah, that's that's what what MMA is is all about. I think it's it's like I said it in the in the roundtable show we did earlier the week that if you try to predict this dumb thing here, what are you even doing with your time and your life? And it's it's unpredictable, and that's probably also why we we watch it. But Luke, uh, summarize me. Try 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 the same thing. It it. I completely agree. If you're able to pick, if I am able to pick 10 out of 12 winners, uh, then it's an easy to pick card. But how many people picked Bilal Muhammad TKO? Uh, Dude, <laughs> probably very wasn't he, few. Wasn't he the only uh, the only TKO on this card? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, and 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 that's the thing, like. Like I, had, I, I was pretty much like over it by the end of the Firo fight, and then I got three or four, three, well, 
three good fights and and four interesting fights right there at the as the main card. It's one of the 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 classic the prelims get everyone to tune out and then the main card bangs by but only at the end kind of thing. We'll start we'll start at the top, man. It's it's we had Islam Makhachev versus Charles Oliveira and just want to want to gloat in that my two roundtable guests, Luke and Sean from Liverpool, picked Charlie Olives. Who did you pick, Jonas? You know, I'm not going to lie. I, I picked Charlie Olives too, but I don't think I was. It was just a heart pick, not a head pick. Yeah, man. Because we all should have seen this coming. Yes. Uh, the, the thing about Charles is, though, I think we need to like appreciate uh, his title run because we don't get a lot of title runs like that um, where it was just pure violence. Uh, we're going we're gonna to now have this new Khabib-ish title run where even though Khabib's title run was pretty good too uh, w- this is going to be a little bit different you know we're, it's going to be a lot more predictable than uh, Charlie's uh, title run yeah I think yeah. That, that's that what most of the most of the people's sentiments actually is I mean of course you have to love Charlie Olives with his all out violence no regard for anything style because it, it of course provides with great stuff and he, he, he put out he put together a run out of his abilities, which is pretty insane. But then you have someone as, and I'm talking pure fighting, like intelligent as Islam Makhachev and, and his whole team, which has to get credit for this game plan they put together. Um, that is that is so methodical. And it always, like, dude, the dude even said it in the post-fight press conference. He said, I told you the whole week what I was going to do, and I did it. And he's, he, he did it even with more ease than any of us could have expected. And that is exactly what you said. That dude will put together a title run. I'm quite sure, but we'll talk about his first matchup. Um, okay. Yeah, which, which will be quite different, I'd say. Luke, dude, yeah, article is the perfect word. It's the, that's the perfect word to describe like how that guy fights. It is like step one, step two, step three, exactly. step four. Just a sequence and he puts it on you. And the thing about him is, though, it seems like his striking is a little more, uh, to me, it seemed a little uh, more technical or something than Khabib's. It seemed like he, he had a, a lot more, uh, like on his feet, handling uh, handling Oliveira the way he did. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, he has a, he's a good style of, of actually being defensive and methodical, but still putting out some some stuff. So... I mean, I'm, I'm not following any of the not huggery that was going on in the commentary team where they say that he has amazing uh, striking, which was insane to say. Uh, but, but dude has functional, very fun, like functional is maybe a, a bit of a, a weak word, but functional striking. But yeah, you know what that guy is going to do, and I'm so surprised and I'm in awe that none of these pro fighters is able to stop it. <laughs> Luke. Give me, yeah. give me your, give me your feelings. Bring some feel into this one. I did, I did not have the Khabibi, the Khabiber leaping right hand, leaping right hook in my bingo card at all. I, 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 I thought if it was gonna happen for Islam Makachev, it would be following Charles to the ground, uh, or. Or getting that takedown did both, but I did not have the leaping right hand. That was awesome. I'm so bummed for Charles. I was so bummed. I remain bummed. 
but I mean, he gets hit every fight. I picked from my heart, of course. Uh, and he'll be back to have more bangers with more dudes in the UFC. He, I don't think he's, I don't, I don't, if Islam Makachev goes on and beats Volkanovsky and then beats another top five guy and another top five guy, another top five guy, this loss is not going to hurt Charles's career except for the 50K you get for being champion or whatever from Venom. <laughs> yeah, um, no. No, I, I don't think, I don't know, think that, it, that, that it, career is, it, is getting hurt by, by any... I'm by such any. a fan of this dude. And, uh, yeah, it, it was... Quite, quite the arm triangle. Pretty awesome, dude. Dude, Oliveira started Sick. tapping like w almost instantly, which I was he a bit squeezed, surprised. Squeezed the blood. He was squeezing the blood out of the cut in Oliveira's eyebrow with the pressure from that arm triangle. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. I'm, I'm here for it. Did Just we, bleed. Jonas? Did we? I mean, after seeing this fight. Almost, almost anybody I talked to was like, "Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I thought." I I hoped for something different, but that's what I thought. What did what did you learn about um, Islam Makhachev and and his fighting style? I learned that. Well, I don't know if I learned anything. I think we all kind of <laughs> knew what he was going to do. But to add on to what you guys were saying, he also had a decent call out too. So like. Uh, He didn't just go yeah. up there and like thank everybody. He, he actually had another person. I don't know if they planned that going in. I'm assuming they did. Of course. But, uh, <laughs> okay, everybody was denying it, even Dana. And, and he was like, no, no, no I didn't yeah. know. And Volker was like, yeah, yeah, you knew, pal. We're, we're short guy. I can't see him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. yeah short so guy. Didn't DC call him short guy, too? That was a little messed up. He yeah. did. DC's <laughs> such an asshole, man. Oh, God. Yeah, but not in a fight. But yeah. Versus, yeah, I mean, there's a little intrigue there, you know, like I, the way Volk has looked lately, it's hard to deny, you know, that it's, it's going to be a, a bad fight. Of, of any, I think he can, we'll see what kind of game plan he has going into it. He's definitely the underdog going into that fight, but aren't you, I like it. Yeah, aren't you a bit I like surprised, it a lot. Or, but maybe the question to both of you, aren't you a bit surprised that Islam is already in the fun era of his career? Like, <laughs> well, maybe he's trying to avoid Benny, right? Oh, With Benny's maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'm wondering if his management and and Khabib as his coach and Ali as his manager are, they're kind of we've, we're kind of we're kind of embracing the money fight era, you know? That yeah. Connor and Nate, Connor and Nate kind of started, and Kamzat's sort of continuing. You know, as Sean is Sean has been very vocal and very actually very truthful about, in my opinion, of no, I'll, I'll fight, I'll fight up the rankings when they pay me an appropriate amount of money to fight up the rankings, kind of. And and now he's like, okay, well, I've got the belt. What is going to make literally as many buys as possible? It's not Benil Dariush, despite whatever weirdness he, he may bring to the table in his trash talk. It's going to be a super fight with him and Volk, right? So, so. still still surprised because th there are legit contenders in this in this oh yeah division. Maybe for oh for yeah, Volk, but, for but Volk is a bit different, but but for for Islam it sure is. And this team, the Dagestani dudes, I'm 
these are the only dudes I really believe when they say that they not fight for the money. Oh, like not not only for the money. I I do believe that they have some some master plan. They want the, they, their people to be champ. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see as as much. Like if Islam retired in one or two years, I wouldn't be surprised. No, yeah, I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. But you know, right right now, it still makes. If you're looking at okay, well, I want to set this up. I want to set this up. I want to set my village up for life. Whatever. He's 31. That gives him three or four years at the top. I would absolutely go after the big. The only bigger fight than Volk is probably Connor. And Connor is, you know got his own rumors swirling around after the press conference yesterday. So that fight's not happening. No, did ever, you hear probably. that, uh, for the people who didn't hear, that that dude took himself out of the doping testing pool, which, <laughs> I mean, who could have guessed looking at that dude? Probably, uh, probably for the best. <laughs> so now, allegedly, he needs six months to 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 enter back into the an active, an active fighter role. But I remember that they shortened that time quite a bit for Brock Lesnar, so... Who knows? Sure. Who knows? I mean, yeah. they'll make it happen if he wanted to fight, but he doesn't want to fight Islam. Oh, no. <laughs> no yeah, they need that Brock, Brock Lesnar waiver. That's the only way he's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, think, I think to summarize, yeah, look, I, I, think, I think Jonas said it good. This, this fight, we didn't learn much. We just, we just know now that Islam Makhachev can tell you exactly what he wants to do, and he will do it. And that is pretty, pretty amazing. Not not getting the guys who are who are out there telling me that this guy is boring or anything like that. They just hate him for other reasons. But man, is that dude an awesome, epic fighter, which he proved tonight. I think Charles was a pretty favorable style matchup for him. For someone who is... <laughs> I, I have a theory that active defense now wins MMA. Benil did a bit of the same thing. But mm-hmm. you cannot... <laughs> You cannot just run into Islam. You cannot do it. It's no game plan whatsoever on Charles' side. I think Charles didn't he, adjust any of his game for Islam, don't you think? Makachev hits hard enough to knock you down. Absolutely. You know? But everybody so, everybody knocks down Charlie and, Olives. So. And everybody knocks <laughs> down Charlie Olives. And so, so uh, I, yeah, I agree. But I still wish he would have fought one guy in the top five or so before he got this title shot just to just to make it make more sense because now because he's fighting Volk rumored we don't get we still don't get the Dariush title shot we still we won't get Armin Gamrot all these guys and all these new guys in the top new guys to the top five we're not going to get going for that title shot so that is kind of a bummer but at the same time slight weight <clears throat> the Dariush fight was awesome because it's lightweight. Lightweight's awesome. So I'll still watch the fights, you know? How does the Folk fight go, Jonas? Man, that that's going to take a long time to figure, to come to some type of uh, guess on how that's going to go. Because... Eat that tape. <laughs> you got to eat that tape on that one. Uh, Volk was talking about how he, in the, I guess he had a little presser after the event, and uh, he was talking about how he's shorter, so it'll be easier for him to defend takedowns. But the, <laughs> the thing about <laughs> the thing about Volk is the dude is ridiculously strong, and 
you always think about like uh, how he, I guess he was a rugby player. He yeah, weighed like 200 pounds. In his early life, he was a heavyweight. So, yeah. Yep. And I mean, so his his strength definitely showed against Holloway. Now, Holloway isn't the strongest guy out there, but um, I thought that his strength is what helped him get those decision wins uh, against Holloway. It was, it was mainly. Yeah, it was like it was like his strength being able to to bully uh, Max in certain situations, and so we'll see. Makachev looks ridiculously strong himself, um, but I like it. I like it, especially the way Volk's been fighting. He, he's he's coming out of, out of fights clean now. So when you start talking about fight, talking about methodical, like I yeah yeah he's he's quite a bit smaller, but that's. Probably his he, he was smaller his whole life I'd say in 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 all of his fights. Yeah. He's ridiculous. We, we we will talk about psychopath in in some of the fights we're we're going to talk about. Dude, Folk is a Dude. methodical psychopath. Which... Dude, imagine Matt like instead of getting choked, you could just flex your fucking neck and not get choked by sheer force of will. I mean, that's Folk. It's insane. It's insane. But that's the problem. That's the problem because I I think if if he's in that situation, he's getting he's going to get choked out by Makachev. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There's no, you know that that is going to happen. One hundred percent. I don't know what those dudes do for grip strength training, but I feel like they could just grab me by the neck and crush my windpipe with their hand. You know, like <laughs> Makachev and Khabib. The, all those, all the Beard Brigade dudes. That's the like the grip strength just looks scary, you know. It's very functional, and they have a lot of technique behind it. And they do. It's it's no it's no secret what they do, but I think it's just it's just a good a good combination of of stuff. And they are the, the fight IQ of both of these guys is so high that they really yep. just chose the perfect thing every time. Like even even I, I think. Before he even, you always hear hear this like position before submission. That dude just locked into submission and then went into the right position. It just it's, mm-hmm. look. I'm I'm very impressed with that guy. I'm I'm not getting the haters. I know I I love Charlie too, but we will see Charlie back and Charlie will give us awesome fights and Islam will just give us these performances. Which actually to, to finish talk about this fight, they prove that <laughs> damn martial arts work. If you if you implement them correctly, and do the, the the right stuff, and think about what you're doing, and just running into guys, that stuff that shit works, man. Oh, so and then the Volk fight. I mean, come on. Although come on. this the size difference. I'm hyped. It's good. It's good, man. Two. He'll be two, two, he'll, two be, the, he'll be shorter, but he'll be like sixty percent thicker. Absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. You know, <laughs> Pro- probably probably difficult to, to grip that dude, and like the, the limbs will be gone by by the time that dude bulks up. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two methodical, two methodical fighters going at each other. I think that is what Islam hasn't fought so far, which which intrigues me a lot. Although Falk hasn't fought anyone who wrestles, so let's see let's see how that plays out. I guess they're just probably gonna be staring at each other for five rounds then. <laughs> <laughs> Could, oh, do, we, do that very before well. you move on, Matt, can okay. we just uh, talk to me honor to pick decision? Yeah, can, can we just honor for a second Charles just being the absolute best walking out and 
passing illuminations out to the crowd and holding hands with Khabib and just Illuminado. all the blessings. It was so good. Yeah, it's perfect. The walkout was so good. It's perfect. Yes, and bringing Shootbox back from the dead. This guy oh, just the best. serves everything. Still, still a little, a little bummed that it's not. I, I, I would have wished for, for more. I'm not saying that Islam Makhachev just purely dominated Charles, but there wasn't, there wasn't much that he, he had to fear. So, yeah. but the walkouts yeah. show, show all around the whole fight week. His team, it's, it's something to behold. I like it. Even though Islam Makhachev gave him props that his team and Charlie always were fair and nice the whole week, which. It's nice to hear. Yeah. It's not yeah. It's a, unlike certain Hamzat Chimaev, probably. Dude needs help, man. Some, some of his friends, please help him. <laughs> you see him starting. Do you see the Twitters? Where he, started, he started fighting with Khabib's team in the crowd? Yep. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm bringing Fun it up. Fun dude. <sighs> Look, Jonas. We had. <laughs> We had a bantamweight title fight. Aljamain Sterling fought TJ Dillashaw. Give me, give me your take on that one. You have, to, you have the honor and the, the 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 unsolvable task to break this fight down. Dude, dude, what the hell? Uh, TJ, I mean, the dude is an animal. But how did they let him in there? <laughs> that's question. That's the first question I have. Good question. How did they let him fight? All the Period. doctors. All the doctors cleared him. The commission cleared him. He he himself cleared himself. Bang butter cleared him. That's that's how he got in there. There is your answer. He told Goddard about his shoulder, and Goddard cleared him. Dude. I mean, okay, okay, so they let him fight, right? Yeah. But the the second it pops out, I mean, Goddard Goddard had this information before the fight, right? So so are we allowed to just not not me, but are, in MMA, are you allowed to just fight without your shoulder or without like a limb, a dangling limb, without it being stopped? Is this like a precedent, or uh, are we going to start seeing more stoppages? Uh, the second arm or, or something is dangling. I don't know. It was just so weird to me. Uh, I was incredibly impressed with how TJ uh, fought through Aljo's best positions Dude, in round about, one. Talk I mean, about a fucking psychopath. Like, yeah, just legendary. That was a le- to me. I mean, he was way more impressive than Aljo was in the fight, 100%. even though Aljo battered him. Uh, that shit was incredible. I don't know how he did it. He survived almost 10 minutes with one arm against Altermain Sterling, which is, the dude is, dude is very good at fighting. He could not put this fucking psychopath away. That is, <laughs> that is insane to me. Dude, the corner of Altermain Sterling sh- screamed at the top of their lungs to show no mercy to that. They, they told him that the, the shoulder was out. Alterman said, Alterman has to have known he couldn't put him away, which is not to oh, say... Because he, he, like, stopped. I, was it, I think it was in the second round, but he kind of stopped, and that, I think that's when they started sh- shouting no mercy at him. But, Probably, yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. 
I, I mean, TJ's trying to like snap his arm into place. It kind of reminded me of uh, in the zombie. He was in attendance, but when the zombie fought Aldo and his arm is just dangling there, and then Aldo just starts smacking it with his leg. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of that, but Aldo did show no mercy and. And uh, Eljo, he was just kind of staring, staring there, looking at him for a second, waiting for Goddard to go in there and probably stop the fight. But yeah, he didn't. I mean, he didn't. Luke. What would you do, our, our referee, our love referee? What would you have done the first time it's, it it popped out? I feared, I feared this question would come, <laughs> <laughs> and I I really thought long and hard about it. Look, it's it's something to be perfectly honest. I don't get why Goddard let this happen. I I just I, why he let him out in the second round because a shoulder injury is nothing like you I mean you saw it so clear. Look, if if a doctor tells me that these guys are ready to fight, I'm not going to question the doctor because that's what why they're here. They are there for. I I I mean, will these fighters lie about their injuries? Of course. You have to tell a doctor what, what's what's up with you, and if you did, probably teach. I, I don't know what the, the I'm all over the place here. Like, I I'm pretty sure I would have stopped it, and I'm I'm not getting why this guy was able to fight, and why they let him. Because I'm pretty sure that almost everybody knew, and we we have confirmation that Scott that Goddard knew. I'm I'm sure that look, it's not in the rules, but. You, you shouldn't let a guy hurt that much fight. But we see it all the time. Like We see people with no knees that can uh -huh. continue. We see people with like dangling arms. Refs will not stop it, which... Yeah, there's no, there's no, like, there's no, like, gu like, uh, like, guide, guide or, or something where, like, okay, well, stand on one foot. Okay, we'll stand on the other foot, you know, like, to make sure your feet work or anything. It's... You know. All all these doctors ever do is do an eye check. Like, can you see? Oh yeah, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Even if you can't, I mean, see, that's just... basically the only thing, and you can fake that. We have our our favorite <laughs> favorite, uh, you know, just quick look kind of kind of stuff you can do. And um, look, that that did that teach a Dillashaw decision to to fight there. That that is that goes so many ways. Like oh, some betting fox we talked to, they were pretty mm -hmm. upset that that this mm -hmm. dude walked in there knowing that he couldn't beat. Ultimate. He had to know. There is no, there is no, no he, chance in no, hell. There's no way he believed he couldn't beat him. Dude. No, there's no way. He he absolutely walked in there thinking he could beat him. Was, was, was Bang Ludwig in his corner? Like, dude, dude is supposed to be his friend. <laughs> like, that dude, Listen. that dude grounded his... Sh that, that shoulder will be fucked forever. And this, look, what, what was Teacher Dillashaw's page, paycheck, do you think, Jonas? What, what was it? Like... Was it worth? I, it was probably like usually the old ex champs. They get like two hundred and fifty thousand or something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Does but, does Clean I mean, Juice not produce enough enough money to like? I, I think it was Bang who was the one that snapped this thing back into place <laughs> in the in the corner. He's been doing it the entire training camp. Of course he did. <laughs> he knows what to do. The only reason, like, I really can come up with that, Teacher Dillshot took this fight Oof. knowing that he couldn't win and knowing that he was like probably injuring himself for life has to be like it has to be capitalism his, it, there is no other reason with, uh, possible it's his, it's his fight with Cody is listed on tapology in 2018 as a $350,000 base pay so he got more 
Mike? So I would assume he got more than that because he's beaten Sandhagen since then. So he probably was in around 400, 450 base. He doesn't appear to have a win bonus on that contract, at least. So back's the question. Jonas, can I can I um, screw up your shoulder 20 times and you, and give you 500k for it? Will you do it? I would do it. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> this is America, pal. We don't even have healthcare here. You Capitalist have no America answered. <laughs> <laughs> We don't even have health care if we do it. <laughs> no question. <laughs> what about, can Aljamain Sterling ever be in a normal title fight, though? No. It's not possible, Probably. right? It's not possible. It has to be weird shit like this. Yeah, and I don't think... It seems like every fight... Uh, he keeps like the public perception of him. He he keeps going down every single fight. I don't know what it is, but oh, I can tell you. I can tell you. If you hang out with a, with the stupid asshole like Tate, if you if you have these kinds of post fight speeches, I mean, what God, what do you was, expect, man? That the, was cringy. the only thing that is he is as cringy as he is yoked, man. That's that's <laughs> like he is cringier than he is yoked. He is so ripped, so ripped. There's not like an ounce of fat on that dude, but he is so cringy. I couldn't believe it. It's not. It's not Un- easy. It's not easy to like the guy. I like his look. The fighting ability of that guy is unquestionable. And even even though I I was making fun of him for not being able to put a maimed guy away for eight minutes, but that's probably just more more a credit to the absolute psychopath that Dillashaw is. Yeah. What what a what a title fight, man. <laughs> what? what a title fight, man. What, what can we... Is there, is there? Did we forget anything, Jonas? Is that... Listen, I'm glad... As weird as it was, I'm glad it was on the card for Absolutely. some reason. Like, fuck, man. Like, this is some MMA shit you only get... You can oh, only yeah. get watching MMA. It, it, ha- yeah. it does not happen anywhere else. It's, it's not possible. It's... It's so insane. Like, Dillashaw, is Dillashaw now 37 or something? Yeah. He's 30, 36 or something. Will he, will he be back? Is that the end of his career? Because some, some guys also told me that, like, at the, at the end of the fight, they say Dillashaw will, will retire. We'll see him retire right now. I thought he was retiring. I, I, I mean... He is, in, he is a, such a psychopath that he went in with a shoulder that's blown out 20 times in a training camp. He probably won't retire until, like, it is just, it's just far too far gone. He, he's at that point in his career where every fight he's going to get hurt. Like he, he, if he continues to fight, it's just, it's just a matter of what gets hurt during his fight. He entered the cruise, uh, the cruise era of his, of his fighting career. <laughs> but, I mean, he still, he, to me, he still looked like a champ. You know, like he had those champion qualities in him, even for the first like thirty seconds of the fight when he was like trying to stuff. Uh, Aljo's takedowns, but he's just old, man. I, I'm, just not old. Sure, I'm not sure if I told you, but I took TJ Dillashaw to win this fight because I, I was just... The only thing that made me pause is that he didn't fight as regularly and, and is getting up there in age. But we cannot forget, besides that people put a lot of hate on that dude for, for cheating. And I mean, he did cheat and I'm not a fan of it as opposed to other people. But don't believe for a second that he's the only guy cheating. Like, please, yeah. 
that dude is getting <laughs> crucified as fuck. And and he even owned. I I liked how he owned up to like yeah I cheated. I'm sorry. I'll I'll take my punishment. I'll be back. And we forget how fucking good this guy is. Like I'm bummed again that we didn't see more of a fight here. And uh, because I I love the matchup and I mean the result. We at least got eight minutes out of it. <laughs> eight minutes of beating the other. A lot of people were made pretty happy with that one. Did yeah, he... that's true. I mean, as long as these guys take each other apart, most of the time I'm going to be happy. <laughs> the things, the things I can't tolerate, are the things are are the reason we're not going to talk about the prelims or like these these point kickboxing sessions where I I just can't be bothered anymore. You know. It's perfectly I mean, fine, I, though. It's it, let's, it, it, let's have let's have some let's have some some just just some some Sean O'Malley versus Piotr Jan. Absolute two dudes that probably are not very nice people beating the fuck out of each other. I'm in. Please, let's let's start with you. We we will let Jonas start for each of the five. Make it make it very hard on that dude that he has to prove himself. He is the guest host, but that comes with these responsibilities. Yes, he needs he needs to prove himself. So <laughs> so start start us up here, Jonas. This this fucking fight, man. What 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 is this? This is what I like to see. This is the shit I like right here. <laughs> also, I don't know what the hell I'm doing on these podcasts, man. I'm just fucking rattling off. But anyways, uh, this fight, fuck, it had it all. It had it all. I feel, I feel, I, okay, let's let's talk about how I scored it. Uh, I watched the first round. I found a way to watch the first round uh, multiple times. <laughs> and uh, Well done. I think, I think uh, it comes down to, kind, the first round is very even. On my second watch, I thought it was very even. Um, the, during my first watch, I thought Jan won by damage pretty convincingly in the first round, even though it was close. Um, but Jan had that like ma- massive slam like in the middle of the round, and I think it kind of comes down to how they scored that slam because on the uh, uh, striking wise, it was pretty even. Yeah. Um, so it, so how do they can the, the three D's or whatever the hell they talk about now? Like it comes down to how they scored that that sequence, the the big slam uh, from Jan. Yeah, they they watered down to, just to give give a bit of a context. They watered down the scoring criteria even more, and I beg all of the people that are now out there telling me that this is a robbery and that these judges don't know what they're doing. Read this. Read these rules, and then. Please judge this fight according to these rules. Not not what you think or what you like or that you hate O'Malley or that you hate Jan, but like try to score this fight with these kind of rule sets and the adjustments that were made. Dude, this fight is harder to judge than you than you think. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean it all comes down to one thing, I think. We all picked Piotr Jan, right? Or did did the troll from Liverpool <laughs> pick John O'Malley just, just to enrage us? I don't I don't remember. I I picked Jan. To, I picked Jan to win. Yeah. Basically, if you if you understand anything about MMA, 
and going into this fight, looking at the, the skill sets of both of these guys, both pretty awesome strikers, but Piotr Jan's striking is just on another level. And the dude, is, the dude is just a maniac and can do it all. And what we learned from Sean O'Malley is a bit inconsistent, I'd say. Dude obviously can put guys away, but then he couldn't put away Chris Moutinho, which was zombieing him for f- three rounds. Um, he's brittle, which, <laughs> like... It goes without saying, but this is by far... I mean, O'Malley looked like a... I thought he was fighting at a championship level. Absolutely. Uh, he, his grit... Uh, I mean, the way that the way that O'Malley fights off his, like... I, I don't know. I love the way that he... When he starts going off with his, uh, like... I don't even want to say jabs because he does it with, like, both hands. But it's, like, lead hand fighting... When he starts pumping that thing, I think it's beautiful. Uh, mm. There's something that goes along with like you know those tall, skinny fighters, and when they start getting their combinations going, it's so aesthetically pleasing to me. But Jan was countering off of that, hitting him with heavy shots, and he just weathered it. And he didn't. He fought intelligently. It was fucking amazing. I thought um, this fight. I mean, it's going to be one of those fights that people talk about that, you know, they're scoring the scoring criteria for they use it to judge for a long as time. Uh, but it was a great fight and kind of like a modern classic, at least for at least in this year for this year. It was it's a fight that can be uh, put into like, you know, your top fights category. Yeah, it, it points, was given fight of the night. Thank yeah, God. Points, points. I rattled off before it was like, what do you have thought before this fight actually happened about Sean O'Malley and about Piotr Jan? But then the actual fight, I think a lot of people had to eat their words about Sean O'Malley. And yeah. I, I rewatched the fight. I like on the on the night it happened. I'm, I'm not watching to score, and I, I was pretty sure. That Jan got not, not not robbed, but I I was pretty sure that Jan would uh, would have would have handily won this, and I was pretty surprised, like Sean O'Malley was when when I saw them giving him the decision. I I tried to watch as a judge this morning, <coughs> still gave it to Piotr Jan, twenty nine twenty eight, yeah. But dude, <laughs> this is no robbery whatsoever. And no, this th- was close, and it comes it it comes down to what Jonas says about about the sequence and how you score the sequence because in round one I gave it to Sean for effective striking. I thought he landed more effective strikes, but Jan had that takedown. So do you judge that one, that one big sequence where he slams Sean higher than the rest of the pitter-patter or not? Yeah, it depends, on, it depends, on, if you think, round... depends on if you think that this takedown is something that created impact or that led to something more because that's what now the, the new scoring criteria tells you a bit that pure right. takedowns alone don't matter which is insane right. but that's what that's how it is now but in round two and three there were both sequences where sean lands something big causing like in round three when he lands that big knee that cuts yawn yeah dude insane and you can make this argument too. that these these sequences, like there's that sequence in round two, this amazing part in round two, where he lands a one-two on Jan and wobbles him, and Jan's knee hits, the, Jan knee taps real quick, and then Jan comes back and lands a one-two on Sean and staggers him, staggers him a little bit. 
Well, maybe not so much, but he got a takedown out of it. So it's this giant sequence. So you could say, well, Jan Nitap, that's all, that's all, that's a knockdown as far as I'm concerned. And you could give that round to Sean if you wanted. I could see it. I scored it for Jan, rounds two and three, 29-28. But, yeah, it was way closer on second watch. I watched it this morning, too. Really proves to you that all of these media fucks, which all scored it for for Jan and were outraged, have no fucking clue what they're watching. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, mean, yeah. I don't, I just, cr- I mean, I don't like, like, like that score, 29-28, uh, Jan, on first viewing, to me is not crazy, but that fight is not a robbery by any means. No, You're, you guys are right. And I think, I think nobody thought that Sean O'Malley was tough as he was and as effective as he was. We asked, I mean, Jonas, I know that you consumed our roundtable many times over. And we asked the question also several times, what did Sean O'Malley's team see in Piotr Jan that they they thought that they could win this fight? What, what do you think was it? Like, what did he, did he implement something? You said, oh, this is what they saw. I mean, it just has to be, I got to think that length, right? So it, they were probably assuming that they could keep it, keep Jan at range because Jan does shell up a lot. Uh, with this boxing, but the reason I, the one reason I thought that Jan was going to, I kind of thought he was going to steamroll um, O'Malley was because like when uh, Jan boxes, and I think he's kind of known for it, it's like he kind of like runs across the ring at guys, like uh, he'll he'll start with his, his left foot and then he like will switch stance mid-punch to his right foot and then switch stance back to the left so he can close that distance. I thought that uh, O'Malley was going to have serious problems with that, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't really have that many problems with it. He was able to basically box him up with his his lead hand, uh, and he had the better striking exchanges. I thought he won the striking exchanges. Dude, uh, you guys shout think? out! Shout out to. Yeah, I mean, I, the, I agree with that, except. He he won it in a sense of like he was able to put up with it, but I don't think he won it as the fight went on and Jan could keep landing with power. I I really wish this had been five rounds, honestly. I also, think, I think the reason shout- that what they saw is the three rounds. Yeah, I I think be. I think you know that that uh, Piotr Jan is a slow starter. And you know that you can put volume on that guy, and you know that he, you you can pretty pretty like hit him pretty hard. So I think I think this is the only thing they really really saw. Like they they were confident in their striking, of course, but they thought take this guy now within three rounds and avoid him down the line in five rounds. I like that. Uh huh. That's why. Yeah. The, like that's that. why I'm the host here, people. <laughs> That's probably the right answer. <laughs> there you yeah. go. I mean, your tries were okay, like A for effort, but I think I think I got it here. Shout out to the just blatant cheating by both guys. Too. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, good, good, <laughs> good was, point. It was it was awesome. Good, like point. this is one of those insane. ones that the cheat. Like this is one of those ones that was like it wasn't. It okay. It affected the fight. Cause, but they were both doing it, and it affected it in ways that didn't bother me at all. Like it wasn't like, 
what somebody wanted a break, so we just absolutely booted the other guy in the nuts or something. But it was just like both guys mummy guarding, hand slat, hand fighting, you know. And there wasn't any like super dirty eye rakes, but like towards the end, man, when Sean is just grabbing the cage blatantly, I loved it. It's like hilarious. not even just not even just blatantly. Like also the the mummy guarding was a, like both guys actually. Just yeah, both guys defending against tall guys. Just mummy guard the fuck out of them. That was the that was the that's like Jan, How's Jan gonna defend against the length of Sugar Sean O'Malley? Oh, well, we he's know. gonna poke him in the face. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> that's funny. Any anything else on it. this fight? Like Sean O'Malley even was. I think he knew that this was a close fight, and he he was pretty humble in his post fight demeanor, which I liked. I'm. I think I think the dude learned a lot, and I think we'll see. Like this is this was a start of of something good with him. Really looking forward to that one. Piotr is not done though. I don't know that this dude will be broken about these two last two losses he has because he fought like crazy and he fought very very good and somehow. I mean, both of these guys beat him. I think I think the Alterman Sterling fight was pretty close, and this one. Obviously, it was also pretty close, so not going anywhere, though. People. Love that fight. That shit was awesome. That is, that is a fight of the year contender, for, for sure. That is, that is for me also, I, I can agree with, I couldn't agree more with you, um, Jonas. This is probably a type of fight which is why we watch this shit, because... Also, it had it all. Like it also had red wrestling. It had ground control. It has had super super awesome uh, scrambles, and of course, awesome striking. That is that is something to behold. What one last thing? Do, have we ever seen some guy uh, go from like fight a guy so far back in the rankings and actually lose to him? Because I think O'Malley was ranked. Not that rankings matter, but I think he was like eleventh or something. And what was he on one? Pretty sure and he that, freaking yeah. lost. Pretty <laughs> sure that DS Nate DS was unranked when he fought Connor. But could could be wrong here. But that's that's the only thing that springs to mind. Yeah. Otherwise, you you're correct. I don't know. I don't know how he got that fight. I don't know. That's brutal. I don't know why. Sean O'Malley said yes yes to this fight. Now we probably know a bit more. I don't know why Piotr Jan said yes to this fight. Probably because he underestimated O'Malley as all of us. But man. That is awesome. These rankings, man. What do they even mean, Jonas? What what is what, what a perfect placement on a card too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so it's like they didn't fuck it up. Like there's so many things the UFC can fuck up so routinely. It was in the, the right only spot thing, at the right time. The only thing I'm I'm praying to Daddy Dana for is that we get that Tito Vera rematch for an interim title. Uh-huh. Please. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Run yeah, it back. That's that's another cringe. Like Algermain's callouts of all these guys, like making up names like a twelve-year-old. If you if you find that shit funny, I don't know. I, I can't. You, we can't be friends. You call him Cheetos Vera and stuff. I cannot. It's just it's just too much, man. Too much for me. Yeah, but but this 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 fight was of course the best fight on the card, and I I'm, I'm glad that they got some bit of a bonus. Sugar shake. Piotr, thank you so much. Now it gets a bit more difficult, I'd say. And I'm not quite sure. 
I'm, I'm, I'm letting each of you guys just pick one of the remaining fights to give your thoughts to, and then we see how many we can rattle. But as, as Luke implied, <laughs> I mean, this damn on the card, man. The decision on the I card. Got, I got one other to f- talk about, and that's it. Yes, and I hope Jonas only has one other, and I hope you only have one other, because <laughs> we, we have important other non-UFC things to discuss with Jonas while he's here. Let's go. We we need to we need to discuss Bilal. Yes, we have to. How no, the you, fuck? you guys are wrong. You guys are one hundred percent wrong. <laughs> oh, no. There was only one other card. We might and have it touched on Bilal. it. It was Bilal. <laughs> Did he even fight? No, it was uh, Benny versus Gamrot. Man, I cannot believe you guys almost didn't talk about Benny's fucking counter wrestling. Okay, tell me about counter wrestling. Active defense. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know shit about counter wrestling. I just know that it was uh, <laughs> it, his game plan. You could tell that that guy had been training uh, to go against Team Khabib for a while because the shit that he was doing out there was awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's 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 you good. Know? Yeah, the, the active <laughs> this defense dude's again. Got, this dude's here for a reason. Yeah, it's it's true. Like, first of all. Gamrot's speed on his double legs and the, the speed that dude scrambles around it it amazes me every time I see it and this dude really really wanted to bring it to Darius he isn't dude Gamrot isn't even as sloppy as I feared but damn Benil Darius man the fight IQ on that dude the timing he just he just over and over, just clipped Gamrot at the perfect time, moved to the right place, counter-restless, as Jonas implied, like, how freaking amazing is Benil Dariush's performance, considering that Matthias Gamrot just brought it, man. It's it's a good fight. I don't think Primarily. Gamrot took a step back. Not, none. That is so insane. Even when he got melted by Benny, he got he just shot in for a double right after that. Like, like he hit the ground for about two seconds. It was back in on Benny's legs. It was insane. That fight was great too. Non-stop fucking action by Gamrot. And Benil just proved again that if you're clever enough to know the onslaught that is coming to you and really chose that, that is, that is game planning. That is, that is training for a guy in the perfect way, like having an answer for all of these things, the the, the body kick he implemented against Gamrot, for example, it's oh. <laughs> because he knows that Gamrot will not go for a single or will not push him against the fence so much. Which I mean that that is that is super awesome. So the the question that begs to, to an answer here is Benil Dariush. Now the dude has dude is the is the perennial title contender, mm-hmm. the forever title contender. Yes, forever. He's getting Tony Ferguson right now. Absolutely. That is what's happening to never, this guy. They'll never give him a shot. Until he's so old and so so crushed. <laughs> and then he'll give him two to uh, Islam Makhachev to just run through yep. again. Because yeah, he, he's gotta he's gotta be at least thirty eight years old. No, he look he looks fifty. I think he's not that old. Uh, let me check. He's thirty three. I think he's, he's thirty five years. Yeah, okay, me look. Dude looks like no 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 joke. This dude looks like fifty. Could overlooked well be like always well underestimated be always underestimated tesla needing jesus freak benil dariush wow that call out man i mean, let's just 
be cautious this dude. Here. Let's just be cautious here. But I ain't saying nothing. I mean, that, the, that brass, the brass ass balls on this man <laughs> to get up in front of an arena in Abu Dhabi and tell people that they need to accept Jesus Christ into their lives. It's, uh, it's something. Unbelievable. Not sure if it's brass it was, balls or, or pro- probably... Or just complete delusion. Or but, being an asshole, I don't know, but like... Or, yeah. it's, it's hard to say with that dude. Just insane. Let, let's not linger too long on, on this thing. It's just like it, this, this guy's post-fight speech, if you haven't seen it, like, dude... dude. It has to be seen to believe. <laughs> yeah, it's, you you have to explain. go watch it. You cannot explain. It's just something else. Did you know Conor McGregor is still ranked according to the UFC? They'll, they'll God, rem- this thing's crazy. hope they remove him. He'll be ranked forever. forever. <laughs> He'll be ranked for as long as Benil is not given a title shot. As long as they sail plushies of that dude, he will be ranked. That's for sure. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it, that that is a good a good pick of a fight. Also, a very good fight to watch on this card. Um, I don't think Benil will ever get a title shot, and I'm I'm looking forward to what Gamrot. How, how he rebounds his next fight because there is no easy fight for that guy for sure. I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty certain that he has fought better competition than Islam ever had, but that's just me. Uh, yeah, Luke just touched on a little fighty there. Do you wanna do you wanna elaborate why you picked that one? No, no, that <laughs> Benil versus Gamrot was the right answer. The rest of the card didn't happen. We need to we need to talk about boxing, dude. I have to. I have to. We cannot, yeah. we cannot just jump over. You, oh, do you want to discuss Manon? First of all, first of all, I'm I'm a bit bummed for Volkan, it's the Mia, My, oh, our yeah. our guy, the guy, the, your the, guy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, all of our. I've po- disowned him. But um, he, I think first round was pretty good. And then I don't know why he couldn't put away Nikita Krylov. But then again, Nikita Krylov also. Probably not right in his mm. brain, which he he might be a psychopath. And too. then, ah, dude, it broke my heart to see Caitlin Chikagin missing weight, and then seeing the fight play out, and like really screaming uh. at the TV and at Mono Furo. Just she, I mean, she beat her, but she could could have beat her handily. By just putting out volume, yeah, and she chose not to, which is so insane because she's clearly the absolute better fighter than Katie Chikagin ever will be. Katie Chikagin started throwing spinning shit and ghost busting ten seconds in. Her ki game is is getting on my nerves, but I was pretty bummed by Monofuro's performance despite her winning. Any any takes on that one before we switch? I don't see how you thought that that fight was going to be any different than how it played out. This, this <laughs> stop, stop it with your sensible, logical analysis and just let me dream of a day that Caitlin Chukagian gets heavy bagged by someone. I was just dreaming of it for six months and Manon did not deliver. She did not heavy bag her. Which... Did not deliver. And you know what this does? It makes last week's fight between Grasso and Araujo look even better somehow. God, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Before, before, this card was insanely good, although we were all pretty bummed after the prelims, but with, with, with a main event 
lineup like this, the, the, the last three fights on the card, probably can't go wrong. I'm pretty happy, man. I'm, I'm pleased. Before, do you have do you have only boxing stuff now coming up? Because I just wanted to you guys to react to something before we switch to boxing. I'm ready to react. Look, we had <laughs> we had a reemergence of one Daniel Hardy. Did you guys did you guys hear what Daniel Hardy was implying? No. No. Oh my god. No, I didn't hear it. I looked for it this morning but I could not find it. Daniel, Dan Hardy said that some some fights ago um we saw a clip of Dana White being very concerned about the health of Calvin Cater. Um, oh yeah. Because because Max Holloway just clearly damaged that dude for life. And Dan Hardy came out and told us all that this concern we saw by Dana White was staged. Like they they put cameras on him. That dude that he said that it was filmed on a completely different date. <laughs> what 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 do you guys think about <laughs> Daniel Hardy? What is what is your reaction to Dan Hardy? And foils getting thicker, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that that uh Whatever reporter, he kind of threw Hardy under the bus and got Dana all riled up. Uh, I don't know if that guy was just trying to get a soundbite. Probably he was probably just trying to get a soundbite. But the way that he uh, approached that question and, and talking about that situation, you just knew Dana was going to rage, and he did. What is what is going on with Mister Dan Hardy? Why is he so upset? Uh, probably because he got fired. Money. He just wants. He's he's just mad that he doesn't have have the money. And then do we? Okay, I mean, look, this just just wanted to bring it up. And then we all, we pretty much talked a bit about Hamza Chimaev and Abu Bakr Nurmagomedov. Just having a scuffle. Mm-hmm. Can anyone mm-hmm. like? I'm not not trying to imply something here, but how long until Hamza is in a in a prison somewhere? Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to have very good impulse control. Probably not. I don't know. I don't think he goes out drinking, though. Like, nope. I think this is just how he is. I kind of really... I, I think I, whenever there's a camera around, right, or it's a UFC event, you're going to get this kind of, uh, you know, attitude out of him uh, just to get the spotlight on him. I That's what I think. Because I don't think... Has he ever gotten in trouble, like, outside of the ring other than, you know, some situational <laughs> things that are a little like uh, uh, you know if- uh, not really but i think it's it's ramping up i think i think it's it's not getting better dude dude is not finding peace that's what i'm saying needs i like to, i like that take peace. though that's that's holland's take that was kevin holland's yeah. take on it too is this guy this guy says gangster all he just runs around and he only does that when the cameras are on I'm not worried about this fucking guy <laughs> i should have <laughs> been holland's worried take. Yeah, you should have I mean, been worried a, about, it, about it. But is attack a, a Nurmega Medov at a show in Abu Dhabi? You it's, know, you could you could also you could use the word ballsy, but then we're we're at Benil Benil Darius territory. Like, is it ballsy or is it just you don't you just don't know? Although these the, the, look, the people there are pretty pretty chill, I think, and they they provided a good a good like backdrop for this whole event. So I'm not not trying to. But oh. but yeah, like Hamza. You're cracking me up. 
the whole crowd cheering him, cheering him on his awesome fight, and then he just starts talking, and they're just, the crowd just goes silent. <laughs> yeah, dude, even even they talked about a fight happening in the crowd, which I wanted to see, but of course they would not switch to that one, which is a bit of a bummer. Always bummer. like a good yeah. fight in the crowds. We need that. We need that. Luke, I'm giving this to you. You wanted to you wanted to talk to Jonas for about some stuff. Well, I don't I don't know anything about the sweet science, but I know Jonas has watched it for a long time. Certainly longer than I have. Jonas, who wins a fight between a boxing fight between Anderson Silva and Jake Paul? <laughs> oh God! Is that, is that today? Is that e- uh, it's next week, what? baby. Seven days. Oh Wait, man! Seven, seven, six days from now. Yeah, it's next Saturday. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... It's happening. Jake Paul five and zero. Oh. Somebody's O oh has. Oh wait, Anderson has a has a three one record in boxing. Never mind. I'm gonna say somebody's O oh has to go, but. Well, I don't know. I don't even know how you would think Anderson would win, but I mean the dude's almost fifty years old. God damn! Fucking fifty. No, forty seven. I jeez. I'm just Dude, wondering he just how knocked out long, Tito Ortiz. Come on. How long is this, you know, YouTube charade going to go on with these boxers? Is this an indefinite thing? Yes. It will pop up from time to time. It it is as old as we are, Jonas. And I think yes. I think now we're we're in a bit of a new high because the the Paul brothers are specifically made for stuff like this. But as soon as they fade out, I think we'll we'll get a bit of a, of a dull. But it it will come back. The same as slap fighting will become coming back. Oh yeah, power slap league. Power slap league. Jonas react. Uh, power slap league. I wonder if it's going to take that Tuesday Dana's Tuesday night contender series slot when they're off season. Did they say when that's going to be? I, I, um, I know. I think they said there will be a further oh, that press promo, conference. Right? Power slap promo. Yeah, yeah, it, run, it yeah. ran during the during the paper. Even for me, and I'm I'm watching on Fight Pass, so I most likely mo- most of the time do do not get um, advertisements. People, people, I'm I was watching with, including some of you, were saying how abysmal these these ads were this time. But Power Slap League, I'm not saying I'm into it, but ki- kind of into Power it. Power Slap is the absolute worst. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. is. But why why is Dana White? meddling in this one now because he he was talking about sue for boxing for ages now but the first thing he brings is power slap league what what is the reason behind that i have no I, idea i have i, I, I have just a do what guess. they want now. you know yeah that such a level that they can just do whatever they feel like doing and they're kind of like throwing shit on a wall and seeing if it sticks for yeah, clicks yeah, like but, his um what is it his food his friday food thing that he does it's like it's for clicks. That's all he will talk about. Clicks, how viral things are going. You're right. He, he's hanging. Uh, he's hanging out with t- too many of these um, of these millennial YouTubers. That's that's the only thing he can talk about nowadays. There's one other key ingredient to anything not boxing, as opposed to Zufa boxing, and that's the Alley Act. So, when you have Power Slap League, you have people who are willing to take money and sign a contract for whatever's in front of them. You don't necessarily have that when you have established boxing industry and 
agents and such, right? So that's, that's the other point. part. Any, how uh, how regulated is Power Slap in the Nevada? Very regulated. You saw that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dana got it regulated, <laughs> so he wrote the rules. <laughs> Any takes on Hospula? No. Good. Any, Any last... takes on Uriah Hall versus Levon Bell? Nope. Boxing? Nope. No. no. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Le- Le'Veon? Shit. Is that how you say that? Sorry. Sorry. Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Listen, Sorry, Le'Veon. During his prime, one of the best running backs in the NFL. But that's Does for a running back part. translate to boxing? So, uh, probably not. <laughs> so, running back is the best base for me. Uriah Hall, maybe if he's just <laughs> Uriah Hall is gonna for for just freeze, just just faint, and Le'Veon is gonna be able to just tag him. You think? I'd love it. I'd love to see it. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I'm sorry to all the Euro listeners for these guys, for these Americans, not kind. Not 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 being able to control them themselves and contain themselves with this damn. <laughs> let's talk. Football. Let's talk kickboxing. Let's talk kickboxing for a second, because the next pay per view, Poatan is going to fight Israel Adesanya oh, in a in a kickboxing bout that's going to be billed as an MMA bout. So Matt, yes. you're the Euro here. Okay. How's this going to go? You can find out listening to the next roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, I'm t- we're, we're running out of time here. I uh, also think um, that there were some pretty good takes here. Just want to have your final thoughts on, on UFC 280 and asking Luke first. Biggest winner coming out of this event? Oh, man. Oh, man. Prob- probably Bilal. <laughs> probably Bilal. Dude, I yeah. mean, yeah. It's, it's, it, I mean, Makachev obviously got the title. Yeah, but the was expected, sh- yeah. shut me up. He shut me up. Said, I don't need to fight in the top five. I can just go get the title, and he did it. Shut me up, I believe. But Bilal, mm-hmm. with a KO, TKO win. The only, the only one on this card. Could be be cornering. What, what do you think, Jonas? What is, what, who is the biggest winner? Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh-huh. All day. Yeah, I think that too, Pron Witty. Look, look Mono Furo had it had the easiest path to being the biggest winner of this. She blew it. God fucking damn it. Then then you have O'Malley, that's a that's a good take. Um but people you I think Hospula is the biggest winner. It's just <laughs> that's just my and I'm not even good I'm, for, I'm not good for even, him. not even joking here. It's like this dude got so much promotion. That dude got so much airtime. It's ridiculous. So, and um, to to continue this this final thought, we'll we'll continue with uh, Jonas, biggest loser. I mean, not not in not in a, in a personal sense way, but like who lost the most out of, out of two eighty. I would say, I would say probably Charles, uh, because he's, he'll never get a, a shot again. I don't think. Oh, that is heartbreaking, but probably it's heartbreaking. Probably but, uh, that's. Probably the truth. I refuse to believe that. What do you think, uh, Luke? Biggest loser? I have no idea. I have no idea. Honestly, man. I uh, Dude, you're paid to have an idea. You have to have one. Uh, I wish I got paid to have an idea. Let me, let me help it, you it, by, by it, stepping it, in and, and, and telling you that I think that TJ Dillashaw... I was about to say... Because can... Before this event, if I asked you if Teacher Dillashaw could be hated anymore, I think I think people would have said no. 
and then he does stuff like this. Uh, All the uh, betting fucks are are bummed as fuck about uh, that dude. Yeah. All the fighters. Aljamain has another quirky thing on his record. Like I think people hate him. Hate the Dillashaw even more now. Truly, bang truly butter sales. Need, bang butter sales he, will go down, man. He really needs new people around him to tell oh, him please. to shut the fuck up and be less stupid. Because this needs- is just like, okay, so you're you're obviously a psychopath and can work through pain. Great, but someone needs to be around to tell you you can't fight for a title with only one arm. He needs friends, can't. pal. Like, yeah, like- he kind of does, man. He needs friends, like like John Jones needs friends, and like Hamzat needs friends, man. We all need friends. We all need friends. <laughs> that's that's nice. Anything, anything, any last words, Jones? No, appreciate you guys. Uh, the next uh, pay per view, hopefully. Uh, come on, I just hope they're not staring at each other for five rounds. But that was a good card. Liked it. Maybe maybe we'll we'll have you on for for a roundtable or for an after thing for for that for UFC two eighty one because that is also that's a pretty insane card. Looking forward to that one too. Insane. Luke, any any parting words? <laughs> no, I I need another hour to talk about this stupid stupid we'll, card. We'll meet great. in the Discord. Which all of you listening and if you listened up to this point, the code word for getting an automatic invite into the discord channel is let's say deflated horn there you go (laughs) have a wonderful evening day wherever you are and we'll talk This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island.